Hey, Pyro Designers, it's Bozy, and this episode of the Rhythm Pyro Podcast is brought to you by an absolute bludgeoning with the hammer of knowledge. That's right, it's all aboard the short bus to Learned Town Boys and Girls, also known as the bustling metropolis of Muncie, Indiana. I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna hit you with anything. But join me at CobraCon on Friday, May 12th from 2.45 to 4 p.m. for choosing your Pyro musical product. I'm gonna cover some advanced techniques for identifying the product that you use to define your field pictures and put up displays that not only bring your piece of music to life, but connect with people on a totally different aesthetic level. I look forward to seeing you at CobraCon 2023. What are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so I would have lost that bet. I thought for sure the first person that would have said, what are we talking about tonight would have been AJ. You should have knew better than that because I would be the one to just I should have said <laughs> I should have. Say it again. No, no you, you say you stop just talking about to it. say that. So I, I, I did something that I won't <laughs> say. You, what, you bit your tongue? <laughs> stop. Yes, stop I did. About it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Welcome to the Rhythm Pyro Podcast. Where Rosie, AJ, and Jamie ignite your passion for pyro musical show design while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid. Hey gang, welcome to the maiden voyage of the Rhythm Pyro podcast and what is bound to be a disastrous go the first time out of the gate. I'm Bo, that's AJ, and that's Jamie, and all three of us eat, sleep, and breathe unique fireworks show designs, most specifically the Pyro musical. And this podcast is going to be a place where we can get together, talk shop, talk art, and share tips, tricks, and insights on anything having to do with scripted work with you. So, gentlemen... What's good? Hola, this is AJ the Mexican. <laughs> oh, this is Jamie, Hispanic. the non-Spanish member. <laughs> and it's yeah. begun. And it's begun. First and foremost, I guess we can just kind of go around the go around the table and kind of give introductions on uh, who we are and how long we've been doing this and why we do it. And uh, I suppose kind of go from there. So. Um, should we flip a coin to see who goes first? AJ always goes first. That's true. Oh, what the heck? He's oh, our okay. god. <laughs> Where is... Oh. He leads by example. Okay, yeah, that's fine. AJ, you want to go first? I'll, I'll try. Maybe, uh, <laughs> I sound the most stupid. How's that? <laughs> there you go. Well, my name is AJ. I am from Illinois. And I got into fireworks about 12 years ago. And then back in 2015, I started watching these videos of this guy on YouTube. And he, uh, he kind of got me addicted to pyro musicals. So instead of just shooting kicks off my backyard, I decided to get into show design because it interested me to do something different with fireworks. And... Um, Ever since then, that's what I've been doing, spending a bunch of money. I heard that uh, I heard that guy was pretty good looking. Absolutely. <laughs> what were your shows like before you started doing scripted stuff? Just 25, 30 minute cake shows. 
just lighten it up. Uh, yeah. Pretty much the same thing I've been doing so the whole time. I just made the Pyro Musical the finale of the shows from now on. Yeah. Yeah. So before circa 2023, going going way back into this step, did you only do two shows a year? Uh, you had Iowa and then you had Texas, right? So it started in Iowa back in 2014 or 2013, I think it was, is when we really started shooting fireworks off on a bigger scale. So it started off a year prior to that with just some consumer fireworks we picked up at a store, started shooting it in the town. And then it went from a little couple boxes to a tote full. And then the next year I found <laughs> wholesale, the glory of wholesale <laughs> and didn't know that you could get that much stuff for $2,000. <laughs> when, when you first, when you first found wholesale, um, who'd you buy through? Uh, the first person I bought through was victory fireworks. Is that, uh, I always get this mixed up. Is that Texas or Wisconsin? Oh, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ugh. And yeah, purchased from them until I got into the musicals. And that's when I had to search for this uh, Proline stuff that everybody was talking about <laughs> <laughs> that I knew nothing about. <laughs> and uh, that's when I found our cam, actually. Yeah. yeah and then Brian. again, this guy I talked to from uh, YouTube. He uh, informed me of this guy named Marcus. So virus forever. I started going to Marcus too. <laughs> I have a I, lot you know of what? It's, it's funny you bring him up because I'm wearing those shirts that Jamie made us. I'm wearing year. my shirt. Yeah, are you I really? Swear, oh my God. <laughs> all, let me get my phone. I'm taking a picture. All <laughs> Marcus forever. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. AJ, good deal. Uh, Jamie. Your turn, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Jamie. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, where it's finally legal to shoot fireworks. It is there a great go. day. But I I started doing fireworks probably shooting. I've always loved them, but I started shooting fireworks at, you know, personal parties, probably started in 2015. And uh, each year is like, that was cool. Let's Let's do more. So we'd buy more. And then more. And in about 2019, I got the great idea that, hey, let's, let's fuse everything and play music. <laughs> well, after no sleep for three days and trying to fuse everything, and it, it turned out pretty well, but somebody messed up the Bluetooth music. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. But I started really diving into videos and I too ran into the hyper musical Bozy. And immediately fell in love with the true Pyro musical. And uh, in 2020, I bought my first full-on firing system and proceeded to go overboard. And in 2020, I accidentally met Bozy and joined the Pyro Fireworks Club with him because I found out we live fairly close together. Went to Skywars in 2020, and the love of fireworks has been burning. 2021 was the challenge of doing a pyro musical by a song 
written by Bozy. So that was a very stressful year, but the following year I had outdo that year. So each year is always the goal to outdo the previous year. So it is getting, uh, quite difficult. I need more friends. We got Chad. We got Chad now. Chad lives so close. Chad is great. I love Chad. Yeah, I'm so jealous. You guys all live close to each other. I know. We got to get you a high plane. We got to get you a high paying plumbing job. It's because nobody wants to live in Illinois. I know. Well, if you had a cushy union plumbing job, you'd probably stay there too. Cushy. Like cushy, yeah, cushy, like as in gotta good money. For those fireworks. It, yeah, that's right. You got to pay for <laughs> all this shit's. <laughs> it's not cheap. <laughs> it is not. Uh, so when you the, did kind of the benefit, though, I mean, really, like I said, it's, it's it, most of it's paid for by them. I mean, the the only show that ever costs me any money is the finale, and so yeah, and then the rest of the year I get to have fun with uh, Doug, and yeah, blow up other people's money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like the, <clears throat> but, so the, but we know, all know that the equipment isn't cheap <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. always growing. Yeah. You constantly build the stockpile, but I think the way that you do it for, I mean, you, it's awesome that you have so many people that contribute to the show, um, in terms of like, you know, monies to get it off the ground because it's like Katie and I were talking about that at dinner tonight for the lake show. And she's like, she's like, Oh, how's, things going for the lake. And I said, you know, like poorly, we don't have, I mean, we have a community that watches the show and I don't know if it's just a different dynamic, but you know, I, I think of all of the years that we did the lake, it was very, I, like maybe one or two years out of the last, what, uh, eight, you know, we broke even dad and I break even on stuff. So it's, it's really awesome when you're able to pull in the community and get them involved to start, helping shoulder the load for some of that stuff. Absolutely. And it shows yeah. the appreciation of the show that you're doing too. Yep. Jamie, do you get plenty of help usually at your summer show? When you show up? Yes. Ah, well, okay. So I'm talking about like money. So I'm not going to give you any of that. Oh, it sounds like. <laughs> Where's the sound guy? <laughs> I take the manual labor over the money these days. <laughs> That's right. I forgot who I was talking to. It's I just, just a small, uh, it's, it's a, it's a small backyard thing that I do. It was literally just a 4th of July party that we started shooting fireworks and then it got a little dangerous. So hmm. I was like, maybe we should fuse things. And then it became the electronic thing. And then it became, OCD, I got to do more and it's got to be bigger. And of course they can't keep up with my, uh, compulsive buying habits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, the way that you do it, I think it works out really well having like those private group that you can kind of, you know, plug in with the people that help you spread the word, right? Do you have some kind of like posting uh, regimen that you guys go on, or is it just one of those things where you know every week or two you'll you'll kind of plug into it and then decide, okay, yeah, we we need to kind of work on trying to raise more funds for the show. I just set uh, the budget where I think last year it's the same thing as this year, and it's just whatever I can get for that amount. So that way, it doesn't really seem like I'm trying to make money or make it any bigger, and continue from there. So like this year. 
I think we had the same budget or we do have the same budget as last year, but it always comes down to if, you know, we make less, I just shoot a little less. That's yeah. all completely done by them. So, so I when you need enough, yeah, but I am appreciative of everybody because it literally every year it's the same people. Like yeah. I, it's yeah. sometimes you'll catch someone new that comes into town. They got invited by friends or something from hours away and then they, they donate after the show but it's always the same people always. It's the, and though the there's, there's that, literally like a thousand yeah. people there. It's like, you can all put in like two bucks and we'll be done. All right. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, not hard. it's insane. <laughs> you get so many people that come out to these little community shows and you know, you could even try through like, I, cause I've tried that too throughout the day is, you know, I, I'd send like in, I did like a little, a little monologue audio thing. And I sent it to Michael. I was like, Hey, you know, can you do me a favor and just while the band's playing all the day long, could you just every hour or two, you know, we play this and stir and muster things up. But it just, it gets crazy because I always feel like, I guess this goes into the relinquishing controls <laughs> on that end of it. It's so hard to try to get other people involved to a degree where they'll, they're like, yeah, you know, I'll take this and run with it. Right. To try to make sure that the show hits its budget. Um, but you have other people other than, you know, like you and Amber that will go out and try to, you know, like pulse the community to get donations. Right. <laughs> Uh, I do, but it's, that's where I said it, it always ends up being the same people. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing to be honest with you. There's people that know people and they, and they put the word into other friends and then they come out and see the show. They, I mean, every year you look at it and the crowd gets so big that now the cars are, can you, <laughs> the cow, the cars are parking down the road really far and the amount of people there just, it, it just looks insane. But it's always the same people. I don't know what it is. I almost feel like walking around and be like 50 cent, 50 cent. Yeah, dude, get, give us, give CJ and Caden buckets and just he have them stand at the end of, stand them at the end of the road. And just with like a sign, like that old little rascals episode where they're like, Hey, uh, yeah, dollar for entry, you know, 10 cents for entry, whatever. Jason made five bucks selling pops for 50 cents a box. Dude. <laughs> I had a whole case of them and he took off for a few hours, him and his cousins. And that's what they were doing. They were selling yeah. pops for 50 cents a piece wow. off of my pops. <laughs> <laughs> Instant all profit, baby. He has, he has learned well. Normally at the end of the day, a group of the people who sent up the party would go around and ask for donations. And that's where mine come from, which covers typically maybe a third of what I went overboard on. You gotta let, you almost gotta love that, right? The, the walking the bucket around after the fact, after the show. So it's mm -hmm. almost like you almost feel like walking up to people and go, so, Hey, did I earn some of that as you're staring at their wallet? <laughs> <sighs> so <laughs> it is kind of funny at this show. Oh, there's something I was going to say, but mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> After the show, so that town fills up probably about two and a half hours before the show. And as soon as that show is over, yeah. I don't even have time to clean up the shooter's table or pick my stuff up. And within five or 10 minutes, that town is crickets, dude. Really? <laughs> they clear it's, out that fast after the that, show? That's the end of it, dude. That's the wow. end of the night. So 
the last time they did it, I felt kind of bad because they had a band going and the band had just started playing. They played between eight and whatever. We, you know, it gets dark at like nine fifteen, So they play for like an hour. Then I put on this big show. Everyone leaves. Now you got this band playing and there's <laughs> 75 people left. <laughs> and I feel really bad when that stuff kind of happens. It is kind of crazy how quick people clear out. I mean, you see that at like big municipal shows and things like that too, where, you know, you'll, you'll go for the show and then you'll spend three hours in traffic trying to get out. But even, I guess you're, I mean, I guess you're kind of, you're kind of right. I mean, do you, do you have a chance to interface and talk to people after the show? Or I mean, is it, are they just gone so fast that you don't even really get a chance to so most of it's the day of when you're setting everything up, everyone's trying to walk over and talk to you. And, yeah. and I try to be as polite as possible. <laughs> we all know oh, that no. is. No. Jamie. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, you know what that means. <laughs> I'm always polite. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you are polite about it. Don't be rude. <laughs> Wait, was that to me or Jamie? I don't know. Take your pick. It's, it's applicable across the board. Say it again. You know, when you're setting up a show, it's like, you know, you obviously want to, your, your focus is so hyper-focused on getting, not yeah. slept. What? <laughs> You more likely have it slept during the setup of the show. Either. <laughs> it's pretty stressful. <laughs> you know what? Actually, Jamie and I both went. What about uh, what about yourself? Oh, I. What got you into the whole thing? All right. So my name's my name's Bo, and I've been doing um, scripted shows for. Oh, uh, let's see. I think the first. Light Up the Lake was in 2014. Yep. Yeah. That was my first, um, well, I first first experience with a scripted show that I felt like showing the world. My dad was, um, <laughs> my dad's been a pyro since the 70s, 74, 75. Um, just, you know, shooting little backyard shows. And I think when I finally came of age to a point where he was, where he was kind of cool with me, like touching stuff. You guys know my dad, that takes a lot of trust. I mean, shit, I think I was probably, oh boy. Um, man, I think I was probably in high school when he would like, let me cut the, like cut the fuses back on one, four fireworks. <laughs> It Prior to that, he would not. Late in life. Oh, well, before that, it was like, hey, Bo, do you pay for any of this? <laughs> and of course, the, the answer to that question is, well, no, dad, I, I didn't pay for any of that. And he's like, well, all right, well, then don't touch it. You just stand, stand out there and you can just look at it. You know, if I need something to drink, I'll let you know. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, so I've been doing Light Up the Lake since 20, 2014 with, with Pops. And then, um, I think uh, uh, first really cool show that I think I had the opportunity to shoot was NFA in 20, was that 2015? Mm. 20, I, was, I, I can't remember. I think it was 2015 because then I think the return visit was was 2017 but 2015 was cool because it was a it was like it was the first time that i was in a competition 
but you know, it was, it was a really cool experience. It was a, it was a club shoot with OPEG. Um, but I got to do the design. It was, it was, you know, you get this product list. that's just nothing, but the most, I, I, it was enough to make you go like, make your hair stand on end on your arm. Like, Oh my God, what am I, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> what? It, there's no, there's no one shots on here. There's no, uh, there's no one we had, uh, have you ever seen those? You ever seen those pictures on my Facebook with like the, they almost look like, uh, like, uh, track hurdles. I don't know, but you'd have to dive back into to photos and look for them, but they're you almost like track 20 millimeters apart. Dude, we took, they were, they were dominators, oh. mega minis. You ever seen yeah. those? I mean, the mega mini is probably yeah, no, no bigger, bigger than a dude. There's cell phones that are bigger than the mega mini, you know, and I'm talking footprint wise. They they're were like so small. Yeah. They're probably the size of your little finger. Um, but I had, I mean, I never in my life got the reset, like, cause I had pulled stuff apart before to, to mess around with things. But I think that was my first experience doing it for like uh, for something special. And then when I put the the site plans and stuff and, you know, the workflow plan in front of the guys from, from OPAG that showed up at this event, they looked at me like, you want us to do what? <laughs> <laughs> you, they, you want us to do what with they these? They still talk about it. Like, yeah. They're like, Oh guys, guys, it's cool. I mean, you just pull them apart and check this out. It, this one, this whole row, these are green, this whole row, these are red, this whole row, these are white. And all the while you look back at their face. And I mean, I've, you've never seen such contorted faces, man. I thought they were going to mutiny probably, uh, <laughs> probably two and days into that. Caesar. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, I learned, <laughs> I, I learned. And then after this, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't like pulling stuff apart. <laughs> it's, it's like, maybe you like pulling it apart, but maybe you just kind of like other people to do it for you. <laughs> AJ are bigger or bigger pieces. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or bigger pieces. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Jane, that's yeah. That's what me and Bo had to do for Jamie. <laughs> Rip a cake apart. Uh-huh. Filed this experience in my memory with the Mega Minis. That's probably why I did such a poor job at Jamie's oh, show. I'll show him. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, he just admitted it. Yeah. AJ uh-huh. did a good job. <laughs> AJ did a good job. I didn't do a good job. Hey, at least I have extra <laughs> shots left. Oh my God. Oh, save me 10 bucks. <laughs> oh, One shot's God. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So after, uh, let's see, I mean, light up the lake has kind of been, kind of been really the only, the only annual show that I tend to do every year. It's, it's, that's my baby, but the, Don't you uh, shoot that on the water. Yeah. Yeah. It's shot on the water with, um, well, it actually started with three rafts, um, and then we've branched out the last couple of years to five. Nice, which was more of like um, three launch positions that were, you know, basically subdivided into one shots and then one shots, cakes and shells to five. But you know, those interim positions that kind of go in between center and you know, left and far left and far right. Um, I've really only use those. I think last year was the first year that I put cakes on those interim positions. <laughs> when you look at the cell phone pictures, it's wild because all you see on those tiny rafts that kind of go in positions two and uh, two and four, all it is is like two Craig coat racks and then one tiny 200 gram cake. <laughs> Actually, that, that's something I want to ask everybody. Your, I, I think I've talked to Jamie about this before. 
But for your show, the first show you did, how many modules did you have and how many cues was it? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I knew Jamie. Well, I'm going to let Bo go first because this is probably be a lot better or a lot easier of an answer than yours. <laughs> mm. I'd have to go back and look at my script. I want to say it was five 18Ms. I think it was four or five, if I were to take a guess. If I, I'd have to go back and look at the script, but I think it was two at the center position and then one 18M on the sides. Hmm. And that was the start. But then, nope, what I'm saying, well, what I'm that, saying I, on this one is yeah. that was the start. And then Jamie found you, and Jamie's start was how many cues? <laughs> oh, take, Jamie, your first show when you did when you did Neon Skies in that was my like second 20, show. That was that was your second. So so my, with with Cobra, so my, like electronically my, my, fired. Yeah, that that was, was your second. So my first Cobra show was five eighteen M's and a seventy two M, which was technically would have been one hundred and sixty two Q's. But, you know, I thought 542 was a good number to pull out of 162. So <laughs> I literally spent till 11 o'clock at night with random people coming out to help me to uh, splice all these things together to pull off the 500 <laughs> on the 162 modules. So fast forward the next year, 542 cues wasn't enough. Let's do 1100. But <laughs> we bought more modules, many, many more modules, and we had friends who had modules. And of course, Bozy had to show up to see the Bozy song and put some pressure under me. And that show turned out very, very well. Much more smooth with the proper amount of equipment, no splicing wires. Yeah. Equipment <laughs> matters. What the hell was I thinking? And you guys made fun of me for buying all those Craig Co. Racks. Well, we didn't make fun of you. That was just jealousy. Yeah, yeah, that was extreme jealousy. <laughs> I, I, I full on said I was never going to troth another rack and set up a five degree <laughs> angle ever in my life again. Yeah, yeah. My first ones were three homemade racks. It was 120 bucks that I spent hours making mm, by yeah. using for two shows and they required zip ties. And after those two shows, <laughs> I yep. got to witness Bose ones that he originally told me to get the Kreko Rex. And the first time I got to use them, I'm like sold. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to me. I made all those troughs for a week. I used them in my 2020 show. I met Bo, helped him set up his, uh, test run for his sky wars unlimited show and i'm like what is this that's cool and then i helped him at sky wars set up and six months later i had Craco. <laughs> yeah bo's the reason that we spend so much money in pyro pretty much yeah okay that's cool can i have some of your guys's money <laughs> So I can so I can buy stuff you get to too. Borrow our stuff. There <laughs> you don't go. need to. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. And so if anybody get, if anybody gets anything out of out of whatever this is, it's make friends and network, especially in hobbyist I'm taking pyro applications because I'm taking you're taking applications. <laughs> you're interviewing applicants. This is correct. <laughs> this is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you a Republican? Yes, you're hired. <laughs> Do you have Craco? Do you have Cobra? <laughs> Goodbye. 
Uh, do you know how to do you know how to sub address in Finale 3D? No. Okay, do you know sorry. How to script? Thanks because for I don't. Thanks for uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I think we're we're coming up on our time limit. So I think uh, we're going to go ahead and cut things off here. This is going to be the end of episode one. We're trying to aim for you know anywhere between half hour and forty five minute episodes. So uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we hope to see you next time. Um, I will probably pop open maybe a, a little Facebook page where people can kind of chime in and uh, you know let us know different topics that they'd like us to talk about, um, different things to discuss. And yeah, I think that'd be really cool. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>